0: chatters chatties welcome home for a great american chat a podcast where we chat about great american media i'm chad maurice and i'm pounding through these christmas movies today we are chatting about designing christmas with you and meet me under the mistletoe let's get right into it designing christmas with you this one premiered december 16th Stars Z Abramite and Liam McIntyre. Directed by Joanne Bretchen and written by Ansley Gordon. So here we go. We have Colby Clark. She's an interior designer and she just booked a job on a big fancy house. Ben is the estate manager of the big fancy house. And Eloise Chapman is the owner of the big fancy house, which is called The Chapman House. So the movie opens up with Colby finding out from her boss that she has a new client, Eloise Chapman. Colby freaks out and says, the Chapman House? Her boss says, you got that right. And she requested you personally. She wants you to decorate the house for their annual holly ball. Her boss says, and if you do a good job, you'll get made partner. So, Colby goes shopping, and we get our meat cute when she throws snowballs at a giant snowflake target and tries to ring a bell. The only bell she rings, though, is Ben's when she hits him with a snowball. wasn't her fault, though. The guy walked right in front of the target. Colby goes to the Chapman house and meets Eloise and the estate manager, whose surprise, turns out to be Ben, the snowball guy. She wants to know why she was hired for this gig. He says, because all the other designers weren't available. She asks for the design plans. His desk is as messy as mine and he pulls out a folder out of a desk drawer and hands it to her. Okay, where are we? Okay, Colby tells her sister how difficult Ben is that's her wait where oh, there's her sister over there upper left <laughs> he's trying to tell her how to design the house but she doesn't want his input she says that's too bad because we sparked when I drilled him with that snowball and I don't spark with anybody but I sparked with him Mrs. Chapman tells Ben that Layla, who has been living in London, is coming back for the ball. And Ben freaks out. Who is Layla? Yeah, we don't find out who she is until later in the movie. Colby is looking through a Chapman photo album and finds a picture of her grandmother. Hmm, what's that all about? Colby's boss tells her some newspaper or magazine or something like that. wants to do a story on her and the Chapman house. Ben tells Colby he applied for a job in Tuscany, but now he is having second thoughts after Colby told him the foundation is struggling financially. Colby tells him she is hosting Christmas for her family this year, but doesn't know how to cook. He says, I know how to cook. I can help you. And you know what? Ben looks like a chef. I bet this actor is a good cook. That's, That's what I think. So while they are talking, Ben gets a call from Layla, but he doesn't answer it. He obviously doesn't want to talk to her, whoever she is. Colby and Ben are butting heads on decorating the house. Ben wants the house decorated one way. She wants it decorated a completely different way. Colby decides they need to work together. So she takes Ben shopping for decorations. She buys things that inspire both of them. And she is going to take his items and combine them with her items to create a whole new theme for the Chapman House decorations. They go back to the Chapman House for some crafting. Ho, ho, a couple that crafts together stays together. The doorbell rings, and it is a little girl selling chocolate. Liam buys everything she has, and they sit around and sample all of it. <laughs> yeah, that was a funny scene, and that is something something that, that I would do. Next, we see them walking outside in a snowstorm at night with a lantern looking for a Christmas tree. Now, why would you go out at night to cut down a Christmas tree? That's an awful weird time to be looking at Christmas trees. He asks her if there's anyone special in her life. She says, no, I'm just focused on getting my promotion. Aren't they all? Everyone in these movies, they always want a promotion. They look up and see they are standing under mistletoe. So you know what that means. Nope. They surprise us. They don't do it. Both of them say no. Bummer. They deliver the tree to the Chapman house. They try to agree on a tree topper. He says a star. She says an angel. They don't agree on anything. But they do agree on where the mistletoe should be hung, even though they won't be using it. Then we see them fixing Christmas dinner for her family at her house. Colby's family shows up and is surprised to see Ben. They invite him to have dinner with them, which includes Christmas crackers. You know what? I've never seen Christmas crackers in person, only in movies. They look fun though. After dinner, she says they need to start decorating the Chapman house in the morning, because all the decorations she ordered have have arrived. He says, I can't. I have my job interview. So he goes home, and then they exchange exchange some text messages while they're both lying in bed. They they both type that they will miss each other tomorrow morning, But but then they both erase it. I really like this scene, too. We've all been there and done that where we've started to text something to someone, but then erased it before sending. So yeah, I think that's something we can all relate to. Next morning, Ben has his interview over Zoom, and Mrs. Chapman overhears his conversation. Ooh, uh uh-oh. Colby and Ben decorate the house. Colby sings A Silent Night. The journalist shows up to interview them. The reporter interviewing them gets the wrong idea and quotes Ben as saying the decorations and the themes were all his idea. They are getting ready to leave and Layla shows up, Layla, who we find out is Mrs. Chapman's daughter. Colby realizes that Layla and Ben are more than just acquaintances, so she bugs out. Turns out there is nothing going on between Ben and Layla she is engaged she probably got engaged to some english bloke she met over in london layla tells ben to ask colby out colby then overhears ben talking to layla oh and we get our eavesdropping taken out of context conflict right here mrs chapman tells colby she knew her grandmother and that is why she hired her she explains your grandmother had a wonderful, wonderful heart for charity and giving. And I knew if you were anything like her, you would be perfect for this job. Mrs. Chapman says, it's so nice having a Clark back in my life. Oh, this is my favorite scene in the movie right there. Over there. Nope, over there. How do I point? Well, you get the idea. That one. Yeah, that's my favorite movie when, when uh, Mrs. Chapman is talking to uh, Colby. And talking about about her grandmother that was a that was a great scene colby thinks she is finished decorating but her boss shows up and tells her she was supposed to decorate six rooms colby thought there were only five because the plan she was given only said five so she gets upset with ben and then the article the journalist wrote comes out and she gets more upset ben tries to explain that he was misquoted but she doesn't want to hear it. She forgives him a little bit though, when Ben has an angel treetop delivered to her. Time for the Holly ball Christmas party. Colby has her red dress moment coming down the stairs. Colby and Ben find themselves outside. Colby's boss tells her she made partner because Ben talked to the reporter got the article republished ben got the job in italy but he turned it down (laughs) why would you do that man he says he is going to stay and get attached colby says attached with layla he says layla what are you talking about willis she says i overheard you two talking in the kitchen he says i was talking about you oh it was just a big misunderstanding They kiss, and they are going to decorate the Chapman House happily ever after. All right. This movie, I like this movie. Ansley Gordon wrote another good one. She's on a roll. Yeah, so I enjoyed this movie. I mean, what's not to like about it? It's about decorating for Christmas. And who doesn't love to decorate for Christmas? Am I right? Everyone likes to decorate for Christmas. And that's what this movie is about. And you know, this movie reminds me of a Lifetime movie that aired several years ago called The Christmas Temp. That one starred Sarah Canning. Because in that movie, she was hired to decorate a house for Christmas. Very similar to this movie. Although this movie is better. The meat cute, I thought was pretty cute. Him getting hit with a snowball. That's something I haven't seen before. I thought they have good chem or I think they have good chemistry in this movie. And you know what? I think this is Susie's best performance. We've seen her in other Great American Family movies but I think this is her best performance. Yeah, I think she's really good in this movie. She delivered the comedic lines with good timing. Her facial expressions were spot on. And we got to hear Susie sing. And she has a good voice. Maybe we'll get to see her sing again in future movies. We did get to see her do some group karaoke in Much About, Much Ado About Christmas. But in this one, we get to hear we get to hear her voice. This one has good supporting characters. I like Mrs. Chapman. I thought she was good. And I also like Susie's boss. Oh, yeah, my favorite scene in this movie, like I mentioned before, where what was when she's talking to the the to Mrs. Chapman about her grandmother, that scene, that scene really hit home. So, yeah, thumbs up for me on this one. This one might wind up in my is definitely going to be in my top 10 for the Christmas movies might be even in the top five because I, I enjoyed this one. All right, next. Let's get into Meet Me Under the Mistletoe. This one premiered on December 9th. Stars Sarah Fisher and Simon Arblaster. Directed by Robin Dunn. Written by Laura Brienza. And Blaine Chiappetta. So we have Ava. She's a real estate agent. And we have Jeff. He is Ava's, or Eva's, co-worker and competitor and then there's frank and kelly right there up above me they are selling their house and eva and jeff getting assigned to sell it the movie opens up with eva selling a condo to a first-time homeowner and she is in competition for realtor of the year against jeff her co-worker eva has a niece named bonnie who is staying with her Bonnie gives her an early Christmas present, an idea book for working on her next book, or an idea journal, I should say, for working on her next book, because besides being a realtor, Eva is also a writer who has written a book. A couple, Frank and Bonnie, come in to list their house, and Jeff tries to steal the deal from Eva. Eva and Bonnie go book shopping, at the local bookstore and Eva dreams of having her book for sale in the store someday. Eva and Bonnie are trimming a Christmas tree and they run outside to make a wish on the snowfall. Bonnie wishes for tickets to, to science con, and also that Eva finds happiness outside of work. The Greers, Kelly and Frank come back the next day and they want Eva and Jeff to share the listing. Eva and Jeff go to the Greer's house. They find out Kelly and Frank run the Merry Mistletoe booth at the Christmas fair, a booth where 13 couples who have gotten engaged had their first kiss under their mistletoe. I guess strangers like to kiss at this Christmas fair. Mono must be running rampant in this town. (laughs) They tell Kelly and Frank they will help them decorate their house for Christmas. So they can show it, which makes absolutely no sense because you don't want anything in a house that is being shown. The house should be completely empty. No furniture, no Christmas decorations, no nothing. So yeah, this is one of the major DMSs in this movie. And if you're not familiar with this podcast, DMSs is my term for things that don't make sense. Eva and Jeff go shopping for Christmas decorations, but they can't agree on anything, which reminds me of the last movie we just chatted about, Designing Christmas With You, because they couldn't agree on anything either. They decorate the house and the electric goes out, just like in the movie, Christmas Vacation. Jeff is impressed that Eva knows how to move a switch in the electrical box from left to right. Eva shows the journal, or Eva shows Jeff the journal Bonnie gave her and tells him she wrote a book called Probable Clause, and it is a Christmas mystery that was never published. And I love that title, Probable Clause. I think someone needs to write a movie with that title. Jeff makes a deal with her and says, you start writing ideas down for a new book. And I will try the mistletoe at the Christmas Fair. Ooh, really. Eva, Bonnie, and Jeff have fun at the Christmas fair. And Jeff is starting to like Eva, although she's not on board. Eva finds out that Jeff is an artist and he draws houses that he sells and gives the drawings to the client, to his clientele. Eva says, Why don't you draw frank and kelly's house and we will put it on display for the open house and he suggests that they do it together after the open house frank and kelly get an offer on their house eva thinks they should take it but jeff disagrees he tells them not to take it and eva gets upset she also gets upset because She tries to get tickets to the the science con that uh, Bonnie wants to go to, but it is all sold out. Jeff apologizes to her by getting her tickets to the science con because he knows one of the headliners. He explains to Eva the reason he told Kelly and Frank to turn down the offer on their house was because he proposed to some woman five years ago after kissing her under their mistletoe. And she told him no. So we get our another DMS here. I mean, what does that ha- what does that have to do with selling their house, him getting turned down in a marriage proposal? I don't know. I didn't get the connection. They take a planting class from Kelly and she shows them where she grows her mistletoe. Eva invites Jeff to her house for a movie marathon with Bonnie. She goes to show him her book, but it is missing. It's not in the drawer. Bonnie has it because Jeff asked her to scan it and email him a copy. So Eva gets all upset and tells him to leave. Next day, Eva goes to the bookstore and finds Jeff there. He explains he had Bonnie scan her book so he could get it published and put it on the bookshelf since she said earlier she would love to see her book in the bookstore he says it is your secret santa gift she's she loves it and then she forgives him she says i hope to see you at the christmas fair tonight all right this is my favorite scene in the movie best scene right here when she sees her book in the bookstore her Gets a big smile on her face and her face lights up. That that was really good. They all go to the town tree lighting ceremony. The woman who bought the condo from Eva earlier in the movie announces she is engaged. And she tells the Greers they had their first kiss under their mistletoe. Kelly gets all emotional and decides to turn down her job offer in California and not sell their house because she doesn't want to stop selling mistletoe at the Christmas fair. Yeah, that's a good idea. Turn down what is probably a six-figure job in California, because you want to continue to grow mistletoe. Hey, how about growing mistletoe in California and selling it out there? You ever think of that? Eva comes up with a plan about how she can still make mistletoe, or still make mistletoe, how, she, how he can still make money selling Frank and Kelly's house. She approaches Kelly and says, what if Bonnie, my niece, takes over growing your mistletoe? She pitches this idea without even talking it over with Bonnie first, but unfortunately, Bonnie is all in. Yeah, I just thought of something that doesn't make sense. Bonnie is going to take over growing the mistletoe, but Kelly's going to be in California. She just said earlier, she's going to miss selling or miss growing and selling the mistletoe. I don't know. I don't know what's happening right now. Let's see. Next slide. Here we go. The realtor office where Eva and Jeff work have no place to hold their Christmas party. So Kelly offers their house. Mitch, the house inspector who inspected the Greer's house, decides he wants to buy their house. So ding, 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 there's their buyer. At the office Christmas party, the Realtor of the Year Award is announced and it is is a tie between Jeff and Eva. Eva gives Jeff a notebook to draw in as his secret Santa gift. Jeff confesses his feelings for her And says, I want to team up with you in the future, more than just as realtors. They kiss in front of the Greer's sold sign. And they are going to draw, write, and sell property happily ever after. Let me get rid of this. Okay, so this movie I enjoyed as well. Not as much as the last movie. But I like this one. I like the actors in this movie. I thought they were good together. We saw him in Jill Wagner's movie, Bringing Christmas Home, and we saw her in Trevor Donovan's movie, A Harvest Homecoming. There's no meet cute in this movie because the two leads already know each other at the beginning of the movie since they're coworkers. Like I mentioned before, my favorite scene in this movie is in the bookstore when Eva sees her book on the shelf that was that was a real touching scene. It's like it was like watching somebody's dream comes true and that's always fun to see. The supporting characters in this movie are good. I like them. I thought Bonnie is, was really cute. The, the actress who plays Eva's niece. And I thought this movie has a good story. The story about two realtors teaming up to sell a house at Christmas time. So I like the story, although, like I mentioned before, there's a lot of DMSs. Well, three DMSs. Uh things that don't make sense. Like it's ridiculous decorating house their a house they're trying to sell for Christmas. Because like I said before, the realtors always want the house to be empty whenever it's whenever they go to show it. Also, Jeff refusing the offer on the house because his ex girlfriend turned down his marriage proposal. Yeah, that didn't make sense. I don't know. I, I, I still don't understand the connection there. And then, of course, Kelly turning down her job offer in California that didn't make sense. Because like I said, she can grow and sell mistletoe anywhere, but I guess she wants to grow it and sell it in this small town. But then she agrees to sell her house and move anyway when Bonnie agrees to take over her mistletoe business and sell it for her. So she's not going she, to be around to grow it and sell it anyway. So I don't know. But this movie, I'll tell you what this movie is good for. This movie is good for putting you in the Christmas romance mood with all the mistletoe talk. And there's a lot of talk about couples getting engaged and kissing under mistletoe. So, yeah. So if you're in, into a Christmas romance movie, this one's for you. You know, definitely, definitely like this one. So that's it for those two movies. I think I have three more movies to plow through peppermint and postcards, the 12 games of Christmas and a Royal Christmas holiday. And I am determined to get through all 21 movies. I'm going to do it. And I should be chatting about those early next week. So once again, make sure you subscribe on YouTube and the podcast apps so you don't miss any new episodes. And until we chat again and chat about those movies, you keep the faith, keep smiling, keep your friends close, and keep your great American family closer. Thanks so much for being here.